Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Grounded Frequencies. I'm your host Daisy and this is a podcast all about intentional living, holistic health and spirituality. I love to just chat about things that are on my mind or inspiring me and just kind of hang out so we can all have a moment of calm and relaxation. Just basically my passion is to create kind of intentional content. Content that has a purpose, even if the purpose is just to relax you and provide some sort of fun but conscious and mindful entertainment, if that makes sense. Today I'm going to be talking about the online wellness community and this is a community that I've been drawn to for a really long time, honestly, maybe let me quickly do the math seven or eight years health has always been a huge passion and interest of mine and growing up I didn't really have anyone in my personal life that I could talk to about it or anyone really in my community at all so I gravitated towards researching this stuff online and connecting with other people online too who share this interest and over the years This community has grown and it has evolved and I want to talk about it because there is a lot of things about the health and wellness community, especially now that TikTok is a thing. It used to be really Instagram and YouTube where I would consume content about these things and you know, you had your vegan influences and it's all really evolved and along the way there have been positive things and there have also been problematic things for sure and I just want to talk about them and bring awareness to them because I think it's important to and it's also really important to have conversations about these things that involve critical thinking and debate and discussion and not just blindly accept everything as truth or fact especially when a lot of the ideas and even just the energy surrounding this culture can be kind of toxic at times but we will get into all of that And I just want to say that last week, no, there was not an episode simply because I just wanted to have a little break last week. And in my mind, I was like, I wonder if anyone's going to notice. And they did, which is kind of really sweet. And I was kind of like, oh, oh my gosh, people care and they look forward to this. Like that makes me so happy. But I was also like, oh my gosh, I've let people down. But it's okay. I think a lot of things with this podcast are going to be changing so far. They've been going so good and I'm so grateful and I just want to say that online I think a lot of people attach meaning and value to numbers and analytics and getting the most views and likes but I receive so many just meaningful deep messages and comments about what I share on here and I don't I don't care about the likes or the followers but those when I get like your beautiful messages. Thank you so much, by the way. And I get to talk to you guys. And oh my God, it just fills my heart up, especially when you message me saying, where was last week's episode? It's part of my Sunday ritual. I was like, first of all, I love you. Second of all, I'm sorry. (laughs) There's an episode this week, but very exciting news is that literally yesterday, Congratulations to me. I got a brand new job, which I'm really excited about. And somehow I totally manifested and I feel like I manifested it in a way that I never have before. 
I'll give you a little backstory because why not? But last week, so sad, but the wellness center that I've been working for doing their social media actually had to close their doors. And yeah, this was really sad, but I truly do believe that it is a positive shift for everyone. And I did have a few moments of panic before this happened because I knew this chapter and this era was coming to a close and I was like, what am I going to do? What's my next step? You know, I was kind of freaking out. But once it all happened, I let go of that energy. I truly felt so calm and positive, which I haven't in a long time. I felt like I'm just a naturally stressed person. But since then, I have felt so good even though I was truly stepping into the unknown I didn't have anything lined up so I gave myself the rest of the week to just enjoy life and kind of process everything and really think about what my next step was and I also had family visiting so it was just it honestly filled my cup up so much to spend more time with them it was kind of all divine timing and then on Monday today is Thursday on Monday I I kept saying to myself in my head, it just kept coming up. I'm starting work on Monday. I'm starting work on Monday. I knew that by next week, I would have a new job, a new position. I didn't know what, but it was. I just knew. It was like this deep knowing and trust. Obviously, for any manifestation to take place, you have to take inspired action. And that's exactly what I did. I reached out to a bunch of aligned businesses, kept my eyes open and just my energy field open to any opportunities coming my way. So that was Monday. I was just like, I'm going to take this week. I'm going to find myself a job. I'm going to do all my life admin. I'm going to get my shit together, be organized because I'm stepping into a new frequency. I'm stepping in to a whole new life. The next day, I even got a new phone, which I have wanted for a really long time, obviously, just to pursue the content creation that I do and up my quality because the phone that I had, first of all, it was so smashed. Second of all, the audio quality on it always cut out and didn't really work. And I was like, if I'm stepping into a position that includes this creative side of my skills, I'm going to need this. And obviously it was expensive and for anyone you'd be like that is a little bit irresponsible to do if you don't have a job but in my head I knew that everything was going to work out and then that night my friend sent me this job opening and was like you would be perfect for this and I was like oh my gosh that looks absolutely amazing so I write them this really amazing email hyping myself up that's that's a pro tip if you're really excited about an opportunity put in the effort show them that you are just as excited to work for them as they are to hire you. So I did that. They called me the next morning. I came in for an interview within the two hours. And then on the drive home, they called me and said, I got it. And I was the only person they interviewed and it just all worked out so good. So I'm I'm still riding that wave. I'm very excited, but I do start on Monday exactly like I told myself in my head, exactly like I manifested. And what made this so different for me was there wasn't a lot of effort, like it wasn't hard. I didn't have to push. It just fell into alignment and flowed effortlessly. And when they called me to come in for an interview that morning, I just had a really good feeling all throughout my body. It was like happiness and joy and excitement. 
And I totally would say that that is your intuition. You hear messages through your body. You you can feel in your body if something's not right and you can feel in your body if something's really aligned with your highest potential. And it's kind of just leaning into that and learning where that shows up for you. This is going to change my schedule slightly though and it makes me a bit nervous because I honestly don't know how I'm going to keep up with the podcast. Maybe we will do fortnightly episodes, I'm not sure. Just because my hours have changed as in like I record this when no one else is in the house because of noise audio reasons and I don't know if I will have that time where no one is in the house making loud noises running around you know so please bear with me as I step into this new chapter this new era it honestly feels so aligned and it's like truly everything does work out and I feel so grateful just because when you do lean into trust like just this deep trust through your body trusting the universe it shows up for you it really does and I'm so grateful. But anyways, getting into today's topic. Finally, I just thought I'd give you a little life update. That's what we do here because we're here to hang out. But the online wellness and even the spiritual community, I feel like the health and wellness slash spiritual community, they all kind of combine and link because we're all here to better ourselves, aren't we? And live as our best version. The first thing that I want to jump into is online diet trends and this is the first thing that made me really cautious i have been speaking a little bit about the 2015 era of the fruitarian diet the raw till four the freely banana girl this week on my tiktok just because i made a funny little i thought it was funny at least (laughs) a funny little video about it and so many people seem to relate it seemed to resonate with them so it's just been fun reminiscing on the crazy things that we used to do back then because all it takes is one influencer with enough followers, with a skinny enough waist, with a convincing enough argument for you or for anyone to follow their diet plan or their diet advice. And depending on what this advice is or what this diet plan is, it can be detrimental, especially to certain individuals just because I truly believe that there is not one diet for anyone everyone's body is completely different for some people a completely fruit-based high-carb diet might work for them so well and then on the other hand someone with pre-existing hormonal imbalances or health conditions adopting this kind of diet based on advice they found online could push them further out of balance it could actually not be nourishing for them at the time which is why I think you have to be really discerning and always listen to your own body first if you are new around here and you weren't here for the chaos that was the 2015 fruitarian diet of YouTube and Instagram I'm just gonna go through a little bit of the antics just to give a backstory so you understand. So the head of this movement was Frilly the Banana Girl who preached eating 30 bananas a day. She would tell people to blend up 20 dates in the morning and drink it for breakfast. It was all high carb, low fat, no oil, 
like not even olive oil on the bottom of the pan if you're cooking pasta like the 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 message was the fat you eat is the fat you wear so if you eat any fat you will get fat and this includes nuts and seeds and avocado and peanut butter she would recommend eating a quarter of an avocado because if you ate any more it was too much and you'd probably gain weight which is so incredibly toxic considering how good for you avocado is for your skin health for your hormonal health for your brain function we really need fats and it's a part of a balanced diet for us to be satiated but that was not the message she would eat 500 grams bags of pasta for dinner they would pour raw sugar into their smoothies (laughs) this all sounds ridiculous now you talk about it but i truly think that the worst part obviously this was a vegan diet no animal products were allowed And to be completely honest, I went vegan during this time and I'm still basically vegan. I wouldn't say I'm like a perfect pure vegan anymore. There are exceptions for me. But she turned a lot of people vegan, which I do think is a positive thing and introduced more people to eating whole foods over processed foods. So those are the positives. But she would convert people to this diet through the most intense, aggressive online bullying it's crazy to me that i thought this was normal and i'm assuming she called it activism but if you were just an average influencer who made a vlog and you went out to lunch and you had some chicken or fish for lunch or maybe some eggs for breakfast or you went and got kfc she would get your video she would make a whole youtube video they would get hundreds of thousands of views and would pick apart everything you ate and tell you that you're a terrible person and that show graphic footage and tell you all the diseases you're going to get and be super aggressive it was crazy to me that i even thought that this was normal and okay and animal activism it's also funny to me because veganism as a diet as a lifestyle preaches the qualities of kindness and compassion and equality for all beings yet she would literally swear and call people names it was awful it was terrible yet we all fell for it we were all making nice cream in winter we were all eating water like an entire watermelon for lunch at this time i was a young teenager i was about 14 or 15 and i was obsessed i would come home from school every day and watch these youtube videos i was always vegetarian as a child and then during this time i obviously became vegan and i did adopt aspects of this diet but i don't think i went as extreme as she preached with the high carb and all fruit thing just because i was obviously going to school like what am i going to do bring an entire watermelon in my lunchbox And to be completely honest, I do think that this somewhat benefited me because prior to this, my diet was really heavy in processed foods and my parents didn't educate me about nutrition. So I had to go and educate myself because this was something that I really cared about. It affected my health. It affected the way I felt. It affected my hormonal acne that I had. And so in this way, I feel like it guided me in the right direction for a lot of people it I do feel really lucky about that just because I know for a lot of people especially with disordered eating in their background it caused a lot more detriment because the main message about the fruit diet was 
you will be skinny. This is how you don't gain weight. This is how you don't get fat because it's so bad to be fat and you shouldn't gain weight. And look at my waist and look how skinny it is. And that was the whole message and the whole basis behind this. And now we move into 2020, 2021, 2022. And I think that we have swung the complete opposite direction into more animal-based diet, which is so interesting to me because everyone who was vegan and who was fruitarian has now adopted animal products and is now eating this way and is now preaching this as truth. But I think you do have to be discerning because these were the same people who were preaching that eating eight bananas for breakfast in a smoothie was the truth and was the way and now this is the other way and it does make me trust people a lot less especially if they were hardcore vegan influencers and now they're hardcore animal-based protein carnivore diet influencers because in my head I just think are you just following trends do you really have a backbone is this really the truth do you really believe in this are you just following what everyone else does because It seems that listening to your body always changes to these extreme, extreme diets. And I don't think either is healthy. I do think it is good that people have overcome their fear of dietary fat. And I mean, I'm not them. Maybe after all these years of binging on carbohydrates, it really threw their body out of balance. And they needed this time to reintroduce animal products. And I totally understand that. Even though I'm personally plant-based, I have really changed my mind about things and I really do think that there is a place for animal products, which would shock a lot of vegans. I don't think they're all bad. Personally, they're not for me and I'm not going to consume them. But my partner, who he was vegan for over 10 years which is such a long time and the whole time I've known him he's been vegan but he recently started eating animal products again and in my mind it made complete sense because he's only eating organic meat and organic eggs he's not like oh I'm gonna go have a whole packet of M&Ms and then some KFC it's it's not like that it's definitely more motivated by health and longevity and that makes sense to me especially because he was eating a lot of processed fake vegan meats which are essentially just GMO soy and wheat that are covered in pesticides and heavily processed and honestly terrible for you like they're just complete they're not even food and so he just started replacing those with the occasional piece of meat so in my mind being personally connected to someone who has kind of undergone the vegan to not vegan pipeline that seems to be happening it makes sense to me in that way but just on a large scale I'm like these jumps from extremes really just highlight the importance to me always listening to your own intuition first and your own body instead of jumping on the bandwagon and taking advice from influencers at any given moment without doing your own research and trusting your own journey because that that's what caused harm is just people blindly listening to influencers because it's cool is that what's caused this shift I don't know I just don't think extreme diets are helpful or healthy but finding somewhere in the middle if that includes animal products if it doesn't but 
a balanced diet that works for you, that has an array of nutrients and sources of protein and vitamins and minerals, that is the way to go. And that's kind of how I eat. I have never liked meat, so I don't see myself ever introducing that into my diet because I personally have never liked it and I don't like it. And I don't even like vegan meat alternatives because I don't like the taste of meat. So I don't want something that tastes like meat. Um, So I do always make sure to get enough plant protein from whole organic food sources. That's just me. And for me, this really works for my body. For some people, it might not work for their bodies, but my body really seems to thrive on it. And my mind has changed a little bit on veganism, though. And I want to make a little video discussing this as well because I eat honey because for me honey just is so good for you it's oh so beautiful and rich and antibacterial and oh literally liquid gold but I've also changed my mind on the lifestyle aspects because now that it's coming into the colder months in Australia I've been researching more about synthetic fabrics and polyester and the harmful effects of literally wearing and breathing in plastic every day from our clothing. I didn't even know clothing was made of plastic, Um, but it's something new that's popped up for me that I've kind of dived into. And a lot of the heavy jackets and knitwear that I have are made of acrylic and these unnatural fibers. So yes, they're obviously vegan, but wearing wool and cotton and these natural materials that allow our bodies to breathe and conduct energy and aren't harmful for the environment just makes a lot more sense to me than polluting the planet with more plastic and harming our health at the same time just for the sake of being an ethically perfect vegan because if bill gates had it his way with the vegan agenda we'd all be walking around eating fake food and fake meat and wearing fake clothes And none of that in my mind makes sense. Sure, it doesn't cause harm to animals. You don't have to kill animals for it. But that is just not the way humans are meant to live. And that isn't a healthy way to live. And that's like, then you're just living in a fake world. Then everything you wear is fake. Like, I just don't think that is actually truly supportive of being perfectly ethical. But moving along, I also think that we get really caught up online in foods that are bad for us because seed oils are really having a moment right now in how inflammatory they are for our bodies and our skin and how processed they are. I totally agree. I try to avoid them when possible. And avoiding these really just means avoiding processed foods because when you're cooking for yourself and cooking at home, you you have the choice of what oil you use and I love to use organic olive oil or organic coconut oil or even sesame oil and stir fries because it just makes such a yummy flavor um but if I'm going out to a restaurant I'm not going to freak out about what oil they're using it's great to avoid these processed sugars and oils and share the information about the harm they do to our bodies but I also don't think that it's positive to stress so heavily about avoiding them in all circumstances because it does give off orthorexia vibes it's good to be aware and conscious of what you're putting in your body but the minute that it starts to stress you out and cause you anxiety 
is the minute that it's harming you. Because carrying stress and anxiety, especially around food, is honestly just as poisonous and detrimental to your system, your your health. I see this so often because every time I post me eating a meal or making a recipe, I will get a comment about one of the ingredients every time. I will post that I'm eating Brazil nuts because they contain your daily dose of selenium and someone will comment Brazil nuts are often contaminated with mold and you need to be careful of mold exposure or I'll make a salad and I'll put tofu in it and someone will be like oh tofu is soy and soy disrupts your estrogen or something and guys you need to calm down and you can definitely find evidence on any whole organic food from the earth that makes it seem harmful or bad. Any food you can become afraid of based on cherry picking evidence. Creating fear around food and just pouring these energies of stress and anxiety and fear into food, especially perfectly healthy food that works with my body, it causes more harm than good in my opinion. And it really upsets me because I've explained before that food is one of my passions. It brings me so much joy, so much passion, so much pleasure. It connects people. It literally nourishes our body. It literally becomes ourselves, gives us energy. And I think it is something to be celebrated and enjoyed in life. So it just makes me so upset when I see people causing this just negative energy around it and trying to be so perfect Because also the energy and the emotion that you pour into food when you are eating it also becomes your cells and nourishes your body. And you want this to be positive and fulfilling. And if you're eating out, you're going out for someone's birthday at a restaurant and you're not in control of every single ingredient and oil and spice and additive that they put in that food, but you're celebrating someone. So go out and enjoy it. And that will just fill you up and nourish your soul and body way, way, way more. I just really don't like this message and this perfectionism and orthorexic tendencies that I see online. And then that brings me into the wonderful, the terrible, the awful trend that is nature's ozempic. I hate this trend so much. So there's a supplement called berberine. I don't actually know what it is. Okay, I just looked it up. Berberine is an ammonium salt from, well, this is a very scientific explanation. Basically, it's a chemical found in some European plants like Oregon grape and tree turmeric and barberry. Okay, so it's a chemical compound that's found in nature. People on TikTok particularly are advertising this as a quick way to lose weight, aka nature's ozempic. Ozempic is a medication for diabetes that apparently a lot of celebrities are using to very unhealthily and very quickly lose weight. And this just grinds my gears on another level because yes, it's a natural supplement. Yes, it comes from the earth. Yes, it can probably be used in some way to benefit people and nourish their bodies. But using it and promoting it as a way to quickly lose weight in probably a very unhealthy way with side effects that people haven't even researched is potentially harmful for your bodies but also just 
promoting this message that you need to lose weight and you need to meet these unrealistic beauty standards is completely toxic and just not what the health and wellness community is all about. So it just makes me so sad to see this being promoted as something that's healthy because the energy that's being poured into this, the message that's being sent to probably young girls is not healthy. There's nothing natural about this and it just makes me so upset to see there's nothing natural about this at all and it just makes me so upset to see you know, a platform, the health and wellness community that can be used to do so much positive and really help people and really connect people just be used to promote these, again, toxic beauty standards and the complete opposite of self-acceptance and health. And I have to say, there is a lot of this online too. People just fall into their rabbit holes of healing and health and improving your health and parasite cleansers and mold exposure and resetting your gut and all these things that yes they are health and wellness related but a lot of the time behind them is disordered eating or this lack of self-acceptance because you turn to these online communities because you want to improve your health you want to feel better you want to connect with positive people and you really want to just improve your quality of life but you soon realize that behind these influences and behind these brands and their marketing is that same energy that comes from the beauty industry and the makeup and fashion industry that tell you that you need to be smaller, that tell you your skin needs to be clearer and your teeth need to be brighter and your eyes need to be prettier. They've found a way to package up this message that you constantly need to be changing yourself and have instead called it healing yourself and improving yourself And then you buy all their products and then you follow all of their detoxes and you fall into this path of never-ending healing and you give them more and more money and you're yet to accept yourself because when one cleanse finishes, the next one begins. It completely consumes you and your bank account and also your relationship with yourself. I also think people cling on to this so strongly that it becomes their identity and they forget that they're just human and they can have fun and they can have balance and they can live a life outside of this. But this is all just what I have observed is happening at an energetic level within the online health and wellness space. And it even trickles into over-supplementing, which I can go on a whole tangent about. Sometimes it feels quite dystopian that all of our food is so fake that we need these little bottles to keep our bodies functioning. It's insane. But I'm going to wrap it up there and I just want to go out with the message that you need to be discerning. You need to listen to your body first and your intuition first. Always feel into what feels right for you and accept yourself first. Really work on your relationship with you before you go trying to fix it or heal it with external sources and there are a lot of supplement companies that I do actually fuck with and I do actually love and are nourishing and don't promote these harmful messages and 
essentially prey on people's insecurities and I will leave them linked below. I'm also going to be doing a giveaway on TikTok soon with Superfeast, which is a tonic herbalism company. They've got amazing medicinal mushrooms and it's going to be for their Jing blend, which is one of my absolute favorites and it's really good for rebuilding your core energy. So, so good if you're in Australia and it's winter right now because that's what this season's all about, rebuilding and regaining our energy stores that we draw on for the rest of the year. I also have been using their Shen blend, which I've never tried before. I have tried their Jing before, but the Shen is really focused on calming your mind and body and has a reishi in it. And I don't know if it's letting go of the energy of my previous job or the Shen blend or what's going on, but I actually feel so much calmer and I've been having it almost every day. And you can get 10% off as well with those, with the code DAISY. So yeah, I'll link that all below. And we're going to end this episode with some journal prompts and a channeled message. We're bringing that back. So the journal prompts, I kind of wanted to relate them to health. So when does my mind and body feel best? So tuning into you. What habits do I really know to support my health? And how can I better listen to my intuition? And then what came through for us all to hear today is our current world is so outwards facing. We are praised when we pour our energy into external sources and this becomes addictive. The money, the connection, the validation literally pours dopamine through our brains. But what will bring longevity and truth and real wellness is turning inward, observing your life experiences, listening to your intuition, wherever that shows up in your body and that one is so short and sweet but it totally just ties into everything that I guess I was saying because behind everything there is a deeper message there is something deeper going on energetically and that is what I love to talk about on here and what I love to dissect and discuss I'm so grateful for you being here Again, like I said, I'm not really sure how I'm keeping up with this podcast, but honestly, it's something I'm so passionate about and is really fun for me to be creative with and connect with you. So I'm going to try my best. Um, We can chat on TikTok. You can message me. My username is at Daisy Evia. Daisy like the flower, E-V-I-A. It'll be linked below too. And if you like this episode, if it resonated with you, share it with a friend or on your Instagram story. And you can also rate this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I've also been getting sent through a few questions. So I think I'm going to put them all in the next episode and just do a fun little holistic health questions thing. So if you have any questions, please message me or comment on one of my videos. I'll compile them all. So that will be really fun. I'm really looking forward to the next episode. And thank you again so much for being here. Have the best Sunday. You don't have to miss me this week and I'll see you soon. Bye.